Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbuhl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. Do you have volunteers in your organization? If a volunteer gets injured and needs medical treatment, who is responsible for paying for that treatment? Well, in simplest terms, the volunteer will be responsible for his or her own medical expenses. Depending on the cost of those medical expenses and whether the employee thinks there was negligence, the volunteer may ask your organization to help pay. Typically, your general liability insurance carrier would then assess the claim and pay the medical bills or defend your organization as applicable. You may ask, if the person was working as a volunteer, aren't they working and covered under workers' compensation? Generally, no. Workers' compensation laws, which vary from state to state, apply to employees who are being compensated for their work. Volunteers are working for free and not entitled to workers' compensation benefits in most circumstances. While each state has different views on this issue, true volunteers, those who receive no pay or compensation for their activities, are not considered employees under workers' compensation. Now, there are times where some states have said that if a volunteer receives some benefit from volunteering, maybe that volunteer could be considered an employee, like a volunteer who is provided with room and board or maybe a volunteer at a museum who volunteers enough to get a free annual pass. However, each situation is decided on a case-by-case basis, with little case law in any state to clearly establish what constitutes adequate compensation to say a volunteer is no longer a volunteer, but an employee for the purposes of workers' compensation. Generally, annual thank-you banquets for volunteers or free t-shirts are not enough for courts to consider someone an employee and therefore covered by workers' compensation. So if volunteers are usually not covered under workers' compensation, then why are we talking about this? Well, I find businesses are often surprised by what can happen when a volunteer is injured. Let's assume a volunteer slips in your building on a wet floor caused by a leaky fitting on a drinking fountain. From a legal perspective, if the person is truly a volunteer, he or she is going to be considered a member of the general public in your building. If that volunteer brings a claim against your organization, it may be covered under your business's general liability insurance. Sometimes a volunteer business will submit the claim under workers' compensation. Your workers' compensation carrier will evaluate the volunteer's activities and determine whether the volunteer meets the definition of an employee for the purposes of workers' compensation. Again, the majority of volunteers will not be covered under workers' compensation. If the injury is covered under workers' compensation, this will impact your workers' compensation experience mod, assuming you are large enough to have a mod promulgated, and that will ultimately impact the amount of premium you pay. However, workers' compensation does not provide for pain and suffering and other losses that could be provided for under general liability. If the claim is covered under your general liability insurance, it may ultimately lead to higher general liability insurance premiums. This is the nature of insurance. You pay a premium generally based upon your loss experience that pays for covered losses that may occur. So as a business owner, what should you do? Provide a safe place for employees, volunteers, and the general public. Most of the Safety Bites podcasts are focused on employee safety, but you should never lose sight of providing a safe environment for anyone who comes into your business. Whether it is ensuring proper snow and ice control in the winter or keeping sidewalks and parking lot free of defects that can cause slips, trips, and falls any time of the year, business owners need to take steps to protect anyone who may come into their property. I would also suggest including your volunteers in any safety training that would be applicable to the tasks they perform or the areas of your facility that they may visit. Remember, what you do for safety today may prevent an injury tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week 
Until then, please make time each day to create a safer workplace.